Hey, wanna come over? I got that loud. David! Oh, David! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you caught us right in the middle of the movie mugging, film stripping, podcast crossover extravaganza, Banana Palooza. Why are you talking like that? I do not know. <laughs> you just made me think of a meme. Can I have a do-over? No, that was good. <laughs> I'll have to show you the meme later. It's pretty funny. Okay. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. This is the official Christmas episode, I guess, because this is the, the last episode that comes out before... The greatest, uh, the greatest holiday ever, Christmas. Mm. What, what's the greatest holiday for you? As a kid, Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Now I, I don't really care to do presents and stuff. I, I care to get them, and it's cool to give people stuff. But it, it makes it like, well, one, there's no magic. It's just whatever, because Santa does not exist. Shh, everyone. Listen. Spoiler alert, kiddos. Sorry, I don't know. It's lost its magic, and it's just one of those things where it's like. I don't want to wait to give people stuff, and I don't want to wait to get stuff. So how about, like, this is your Christmas gift, but it's coming, like, two months early. Like you did for me today. Yeah. I can't wait. But I think Halloween. Candy, blood, cool costumes. Movie mugging Halloween spectacular. Yes. But you know what? I think movie mugging can bring back the magic in Christmas. Okay. Because I think we already have. Take a listen to this from uh, one of our new listeners, Sheena. Number one, she she loves the uh, the prison pocket pussy talk. And who doesn't? Exactly. But she was asking if there was a picture of it, and sure enough, there is a picture of it. You got to scroll way back on Instagram to about October of 2020, and you can see it in all its glory with with our old graphics on there. That's how long ago it was. Uh, we're coming up on a, a year of having this new graphic. Really? Yeah, because remember we started 2021 off with our new graphic. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's nuts, huh? Yeah, fuck my life, man. Right? Where's it going? That's bullshit. The last, like, two years or nothing. It's been a strange two-plus years. The the strangest of strange, with, without a doubt. But let's get back to Movie Mug and bring back some magic of Christmas. So she uh, she commented that she she really liked the episode where we where uh, film stripping unboxed the prison pocket pussy. So if you go back and listen to um, Lobby Time X... Which what are those? I don't even remember what lobby <laughs> yeah. topics were. It was a it was an idea that we'll get back to at some point. But we played when uh, Chris and Erica unboxed the prison pocket pussy. I want to listen to that again. Yeah, I need to. And uh, so, I made that thing damn good. You did. I took way more time on that one than I have for any that I've made for myself. Do you think he's tried it on? Absolutely not. You don't. You don't think he's no no. He doesn't seem like that. <laughs> I and mean, if I got sent one, I. I'd be tempted. It'd be calling my name, like the sirens from the Odyssey, but I, I would ignore it because I I would much rather have it in its glory rather than spend a couple minutes with it. Where do you think it is displayed at his residence? Hopefully it is in one of those places where the only way to get in is to get lowered from the vent by a rope and there's all the lasers and it's in <laughs> one of those glass display cases in yep. the middle. Yep. That would... Be preferable. I mean, I doubt he did that. I was thinking fireplace mantle, but I, but I like where you're going a little bit more. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> There's no way that's out where anybody can see it. Mm, How many people I'm, do you think he's shown it to, though? How Like, if uh, somebody came over, do you think he ever just threw it to somebody and said, hey, guess what this is? No. No? If he introduced it to somebody, which I don't think he's done, then he'd be like, hey, do you know what a prison pocket pussy is? These guys across the country made this for me. Get a load of this, and he just throws it at him. And there's a load in it. <laughs> I. It would be so great if, like, a, a a great uncle came over or something like that, and he just kinda, Well, why do you have that? Just tossed it to him and then uh, took his picture with it, unknowingly what he had. Oh, I was thinking more like he, he's like, why do you have that? Like he, he's like, why be, do you know what that is, uncle? He used to be in prison. But anyway, getting back to the magic, man, we fucking... We, we can't drive in a straight line to save our lives. That don't matter. So she said, I literally listened to the episode while hanging Christmas lights. Bravo. Bringing the magic back into Christmas, single-handedly. Just, we have the festive spirit in us, I guess. How awesome is that? Good for yeah. her. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's not dilly-dally. Let's uh, head on out these doors and into the lobby because it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. Oh, close there. <laughs> it's a close call. <laughs> you almost said a not word. Yeah. All right, so wanted to touch really quick on um, Chris and Erica's take on Crybaby. So <laughs> they weren't sure what the hell they were watching. <laughs> I, think I, I listened to it. I listened to it right away. I listened to it Sunday night as soon as they released it. And I, cause I just, I just fucking cracked up because especially Chris just had a, a question mark over his head <laughs> the whole time. And that's not unwarranted. No, it, it's not. And, and I said many, many times that, that I can totally understand people not liking this movie and thinking it's stupid. It's out there. And just not understanding it or whatever. What did I give it? I don't even remember. You gave it a 96, okay. I think. So Chris gave it a four, and Erica <laughs> gave it a six. Damn. Yeah. I mean, and that's okay. Well, that's just payback but, right. what we did to <laughs> the Redemption Mountain Island. Yeah. Mountain Island. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just, I just really love listening to it. It just, it, it cracked me up. I had no idea if they were going to love it or not. I, I hope that they would, because... I mean, I was talking to Olivia, and Olivia loves the movie, and your sister loves the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it might just, be a redneck thing. It might be a redneck <laughs> thing. We we may be able to really, really able to to relate to the mm-hmm. Turkey Point people. And I'm surprised that even with uh, with Erica's pregnancy hormones, that she didn't at least give it a like a eight, just because the 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 beautiful relationship between Crybaby and that one girl. Well, and. <laughs> You know, and now she might be rethinking having the birth in the hospital and might want to do it in the back seat of a car that's playing chicken. Oh, that would be so Because, cool. I mean, that was a really easy childbirth. Uh, yeah, she was already stressed and yeah, tense. it just popped right on out. Mm-hmm. There was no epidural, um, no uh, Demerol needed or I don't any think, of that good stuff. No episiotomy. I don't think it was a very good um, example of what a natural birth would look or sound like. Especially if I was in the room, because there would be a body thudding on the ground. Yeah, there'd be a fucking... Like, there was no way that if I had a kid, I would let my wife do that. Do what? Have A natural birth. It's like, uh, dude, why? 
Like, okay, like some women, that's like their goal. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm all natural. This, yeah, your I wanna, mom. I want to do it for at least one. Yeah, your mom. It's like, do you? <laughs> like, it's, isn't that the worst pain in the world or whatever? I, I think you probably would rather not. Like, maybe you'll think, oh, I wonder what that feels like. It's like, oh, so do you want to get shot in the chest, you know, just to do it? Just to see what that feels like? No, you don't. Right. Yeah, your your mom tried it, and... She was in labor, mm-hmm. uh, I should remember this, for 29 hours or something like that. <laughs> it was awful, awful, awful for me. I just can't I'm even sure imagine it what it was like for her. and for her, and I bet the time went by so slow. And you know, it did, and when she finally had uh, your sister, we were both so exhausted, and, you know, they, they you, you hold the baby away. for a little bit, <laughs> and then they take the baby away and I guess do some things. And then they rolled the baby back in and I was just so fucking tired. I was like, I don't want to deal with the baby right now, which is <laughs> fucked up because it's my firstborn. But it's funny because it was the instant. Yeah. The can, instant. Oh. Can you roll her back in the nursery with all the other ones? Mom already we're, asleep. <laughs> I mean, we were past the point of exhausted. And look, I'm not going to pretend that I was more exhausted than she was because obviously... I just I just can't even imagine what she went through, but but yeah, um, yeah, I did have that thought of uh, really. I need a little more time. You're like please. I didn't sign up for this. Please. Oh wait. Anyway, getting back to Crybaby, I, I think they probably every now and then probably looked at each other and said, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> what what the fuck is this?" So I, I mean, there were some parts that they enjoyed, but but overall, I think it was uh, especially for Chris. I think it was a really a really difficult watch for him, but. Yeah, and he gave it a four. So yeah, it, it had to have been. Yeah, but I got what I wanted out of listening to their episode. You know, I would <laughs> if they would have loved it, I would have been happy. I was just as happy listening this is to the them. Next best think, thing. What the what the fuck was that? All right, next. Uh, since this is the uh, the Christmas episode, I did see a, a news article the other day that I found to be really really interesting. You know how there's like a su- supply chain fuck up right now where it's hard to get things. So did you know that there is also a shortage of Santas this holiday season? Wow, I'm upset. All right, it says demand for appearances by Santa Claus at parties, parades, and other events has skyrocketed this holiday season, while the number of trained and available Santas has gone down. Did you know that more than 335 Santas have died this year from coronavirus? No. Isn't that crazy? That makes me feel sad. And those are just the ones that they know about. Get your fucking shots, man. How many more fucking Santas do we have to lose, United States, before you fucking pull your head out of your ass this and should get be your the wake shots? Up call. Right? There's not a limitless supply of Santas out there. Yeah, this is a very finite resource. So what they're starting to do now is they're starting to do, with technology, video calls. I was going to say Santa Zooms. So there's a company that says, why send Christmas card when you can live chat with Santa? So you can do live chats with Santa starting at $49. You could get a... Damn! And and starting at $49, so that's probably like a 30 or... That's, that's the beginner's package. Yeah, like a 30-second to, to one-minute thing. You could also get a pre-recorded message from Santa for $39. So if you were, what, 63 and 250 pounds and look like Santa, you could make fucking bank. Yeah. You just do this pre-recorded message over and over and over... You just change the name. And <laughs> right. It'd be gift. like, Merry Christmas, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> so happy to see you. Merry Christmas, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> but according to ZipRecruiter, the average Santa makes $50,000 a year. 
How? And he only works for one month. <laughs> that can't be right. No. Yeah, this one says a mall Santa can earn $25 to $50 an hour, depending on the venue. So if you're Santa and you're making $50 an hour and you're working eight hours a day, that's $2,800 for a week. And you figure there's a good, what, two months worth of that? How, how the fuck are you uh, making $49,000? You're not. No. And it's funny, our mall Santa... He walks around all the time, and he's shaking his bells and stuff. We see him walk by. He's trying to drum up business, man. And he, uh, one of my coworkers was on lunch or something and went, Santa! She, like, yelled it, and um, she was trying to get a picture with him, and she got a picture with him, but <laughs> she said that he went, I'm on my lunch. Like, he didn't even try <laughs> to pretend <laughs> that he was. He just straight up said that he was on his lunch. That's so funny. Yeah, pulls his beard down. Look, bitch. <laughs> trying to eat a fucking Chick-fil-A nuggets here. Yeah. Fuck right off. That's so funny. So how much would it take for you to spend the next two months being a Santa, seven days a week, eight hours a day in a mall? Two months? So that's like eight weeks times... Oh, so fuck, that's a lot of math. I don't really want you to do math. I just want you to tell me what would it take for the next two months for you to be Santa seven days it. a week? Well, there's got to be a price. I wouldn't do it. It'd have to be like a billion dollars. No, I would it, never it would do that. It'd have to be a billion dollars. I mean, let's get real. I would not do that. I don't like children. There is. I a, don't want kids on my lap. I would be so drained that I would become one of those drunkards and I'd be drunk telling kids I'm going to get them a fucking like dildo for their mom for Christmas, you know? Like, I'm going to have my beard below my, like, 9 o'clock shadow or whatever you call it. I'll be all scruffy. I'll have the huge bags in my eyes, and I'm going to be drinking from a fucking flask. There is a price that you would do it for and be a professional Santa. It'd have to be a fuckload. It wouldn't have to be a million. No. no. For, for, I, I'm for telling two you, months? I would never do that to myself. That's torture. You know me. <laughs> I have bad mental health issues already. So that it is literally going to destroy my brain. If you're getting paid $50 an hour, that's $24,000 for two months worth of work. That sounds and, like a lot, but I don't want to do it. How about 50000 <laughs> That sounds a lot better. $50,000. I was just saying it was going to be a million, but then once you say what I could just be making, so you basically be for, a good thing. So for fifty grand, you would basically be making $833 a day. For eight hours. Dang, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's $100 an hour. I just want to know. 100000 will call it a deal. So you would do it for 100000 for yeah. two months, and you would be a good Santa? You wouldn't drink, and you and would do would all the try. shit you're supposed to do? I would try. No, no. If you don't get to the end being a good Santa... Then I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Fuck off. All right, next, and I'm not going to tell you if this is foreshadowing or not. I wouldn't have guessed that it was foreshadowing if you didn't say anything. Well, you might when I bring it up. Because you planted that seed in my head. So the uh, the brand new West Side Story is out. Okay. Directed by Steven Spielberg. Is that the boom guy? Who's the... That's where you asked me that before when I brought up Steven Spielberg one time. Is He's that the e. boom guy? What, e. what the hell are you even talking about? The boom guy. <laughs> Who's the uh, director? Michael Bay. <laughs> That's the boom guy. You did ask me that before. I've talked about Steven Spielberg when we did like Raiders of the Lost Ark, and you asked me the same fucking question. I forgot. I know I've heard that before. Is that the boom guy? 
Really? The boom guy? <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. So, and I forgot his name. How is Michael Bay the boom guy? Because like that was the meme for a while, that he has like a billion it's, explosions in every movie. Your life is a big fucking meme, because every episode you say, have you ever seen that meme? Like like pretty much every episode. Yeah, I didn't I didn't say that this Living episode. Living that meme life. Yeah, you did. Oh, I did. Yeah. At the very start. I'm going to ring a bell every time you say something about a meme. No, you're not going to ring a bell. You're going to push a button that makes a bell ringing sound. Yeah, I got to get one. So <laughs> Steven Spielberg. E.T. guy. Yeah, E.T., uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Hook, Schindler's List, Jurassic Parks, Saving Private Ryan, Minority Report, <laughs> Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. So he made the new West Side Story. Still don't want to see Still it. Still don't want to see it? Yeah, because they're not gonna it's not gonna be R rated. If it's a gang movie, there better be R. There better be fucking executions. There better be hostages and there better be fucking right. colors. So it's a musical romance. And uh, it's it, a romance? 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. You didn't know it's a romance? No. Oh, shit. I did not know it was a romance. Like, so, but the parts I have seen, we will go over it again. This is, I've gone over this before on this podcast. Yeah, it reminds me of this meme that, uh. Okay, ha ha. <laughs> they're the, just saying, where are the sharks? Where are the sharks? And uh, the, where are the jets? Where are the jets? And they're, they're like crouch walking and <laughs> as they're walking. And I, I swear, like, well, I don't know. It's fucking stupid. I don't, I don't remember. I did see them fight, but I don't remember that well. But they were dance fighting, weren't they? I think so. Like one of them did like did a twirl and then the splits and he stabbed at the same time. I don't know. It's <laughs> fucking bullshit and it looks so horrible. Well, just because you thought it was a gangster movie, because I told you it was. Yes, but still, I didn't there, lie. If gangsters, it shouldn't be like PG. Well, this new one, 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes said Us is like the best movie of all time, so. Well, wait until I tell you what the Mormon mothers have to say. Maybe this will change your mind. Bra. There are uh, some uses of shit and puta. <laughs> so one of the gangs is Hispanic. Now. Also, the F word is not actually said. There are two uses of F word substitutes. I was not aware of these. Crup you and mother loving. And during the Jet song, which you were just singing, there are at least a few F-bomb substitutes sung by a few of the Jets. So only a few of the Jets are man enough to say some... Uh, Crap off. F-word substitutes. <laughs> really, Spielberg? You, you couldn't have them say... I mean, At least they didn't say fudge. Fudge would have actually just taken me back to fifth grade with all the kids I hate. If you said fudge, you're a pussy. Yeah. Don't listen to us. Fuck you. So would you rather be a Santa at the mall for two hours and 36 minutes or see West Side Story? Santa at the mall for two hours. Are you kidding? Yes. Really? Because two and a half hours at the mall as Santa, that would be like fun at first. But you never... you would feel magical and you'd see how happy the kids were. For two, two and a half hours, That I can be a Santa. Did you? I don't care to... I mean, the only reason I would ever care to see that movie is to laugh at how fucking bad it is. Sorry, Erica. I think you, you like that one. But I, <laughs> I'm a 21 year old young man. I don't fucking like that. Who loved the ugly truth? Did you ever think that you but would love no, a romantic but, comedy? But not where they're stabbing each other and it's like butterflies come out of their stab wound. Like that's never cool unless you're tripping balls and you searched for something like that. 
I'm going to go out on a limb and say that when we watch this... Fuck! No, 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 no. And we will watch this. I know, we'll watch it. That you are going to enjoy it a little bit more than you thought I you mean, would. Probably, but the start of this movie, even though I was like 12... We're not going to watch that one, the 1960s version or whatever. Oh, why not? Well, so you want to watch both of them? <laughs> I not, don't really feel like it, but it'd be cool to compare. Oh, look at you. Because it is a musical, I, I but... I feel a jackpot coming. The song I heard sucked. They're like... I think you sound like that. Your memory is a little off. I Probably because how salty I was at you. You're like, you want to watch a real gang movie with real gang violence? And I was like, yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> like, I absolutely do. Yes, please. Indulge me. And, and then you played that. As soon as they started crouch walking down the alley and they're like, Doing their snap, the, the real hand swing snap bullshit. All right, let's let's don't get even it. play it. I want to be. I really want it to stay how it is. Okay, yeah. all right, I won't do that. Oh, you can. No, 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 because no. I, I want to. We we have to watch. Just it. Just save it for the moment. Let's watch it in twenty twenty two and see what happens. Okay. All right. And finally, how about a little bit of Vast Jack? Uh, uh, uh. Whoa! Oh, marijuana. All right, so... Sounds like they're mocking mom. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about hitting the bong tonight. <laughs> yeah. And back when she was like fucking 15. No, I was not with your mom. When, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Because I was like 20. Um, no, we were... That would have been bad. We were talking about our college days and the yeah, big old purple bong that we used to have. With the red how, light. Yeah. Right, right after you showed us fucking... Pictures of yourself holding bags of weed when you were mm -hmm. 15 years old. No, I was I was 18. 18 you, in one of them, 17 in the other. Why do kids think they're cool holding bags of weed and taking selfies it, of themselves? I thought it was funny. I was biting my top lip in both of them. It was a meme. Sorry to use that word in front ding, of ding, you Ding, 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 ding. Fucking PTSD episode over that word. But it was just a meme. Biting my lips, smiling real big, <laughs> thinking it is funny. Which it was funny. Those are good pictures. I'm glad I have them. Yeah, they're actually really funny. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I didn't take it like, hey, want to come over? I got that loud. Trying to get girls to come over, and I'm taking a picture with a bag of very green weed. All right, so here's today's question. Hey, Jack, what do you remember about the moment you found out Santa wasn't real? I don't. And that was S. Jack. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Like seriously, you don't? Um, no. I just remember being pissed. That that's about it. Like I just that you've been lied to for all those years. Yeah, I felt like why didn't you tell me from the start? Kind of. So you you have no recollection of did, how you did found you tell out. Tell me. I don't remember either. I bet mom would. Remember. But it's it's such a crushing moment. Yeah, for, but for a kid, it was so much trauma that my brain wiped it away. So your sister, I remember that your sister came up to me one day and said, "Hey, Dad," and I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Are you and Mom Santa?" And I was and like, like, "Panic! I'm why like, would you say that?" No, I was like, "Um, let's uh, uh, I think I said like, let's go talk to your mom." I can't, I can't remember what what happened. <laughs> why would you? That's a horrible. I response. I panicked. Let's an e such an easy response. No, 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 no. All right, let's let's try to get some clarification. Let's see if your mom's awake. Hello. 
Hello, is this uh, Olivia? <laughs> you called me. Oh, okay. Well, this is uh, Vince from the Movie Muggin Podcast, and you're live on the air with uh, your son, Jack, as you uh, also we- know. What? Two weeks in a row? No, you got cut out of the last one. <laughs> of course uh, I did. Yeah. Um, you make so, it easy. So Erica asked this question <laughs> today <laughs> of Jack. So uh, here's here's the uh, Ask Jack from Erica. Hey, Jack. Okay. What do you remember about the moment you found out Santa wasn't real? He he remembers nothing. I just what? Rem- I know I was mad. And Dad doesn't remember either. Because so. he's the second child. I, I don't remember the story. Of 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 Jack, I, yeah. How do you not remember the story? I didn't. Story? I well, didn't catch somebody. I, no. I know I didn't do that. I would remember that. Well, no. that's why I called you. So, what's up? Okay, <laughs> so I knew you were gonna take it hard, just and like you so, do. <laughs> what? Gosh, stop it! Okay. So, you were like in sixth grade. You were like a little too old to be believing. Like you were twelve. I think it's starting and, to come back to me. It's and been it was you, you were a little too old, and and so I was worried that you were going to get made fun of because you were really still believing. Um, <laughs> but I also yeah. knew you were going to be really upset about it, and so I really just kind of wanted it to be broken to you in a way that wasn't so upsetting, <laughs> and so I pulled your sister aside one day, and I was like, okay. So, like, over the next couple of weeks before Christmas, just if you could just like mention it, you know, just like break it to him easy. So she's fifteen at the time, okay? She was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, okay, I can do that." I was like, "Just be gentle, okay?" <laughs> and so we're in the kitchen. We're all. <laughs> Is any any of this coming back? No, I just I rem- no. I remembered okay. the only part I remembered is that. I was told it so I wasn't bullied at school for being like, I can't wait for Santa to give me gifts. Because that's (laughs) something I would say. Yes, I know. So we're, it was the same day we're in the kitchen and your sister goes, Hey, Jack, you know, Santa's not real, right? (laughs) (laughs) Did you remember this? No. No. I was like, I looked at her like with daggers, of course, I'm sure. So it's like, what the fuck? I just was like, I just said, be gentle. What what was that? So you were pissed. (laughs) And like immediately was like, yes, y'all have been lying to me this whole time. I can't believe it. You have tricked me. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's how you roll. That's how you roll since you were born. Yes. (laughs) So it took a little while. To talk you down. I don't really remember the aftermath so much of it as I remember that actually happening. So I don't remember exactly how it went down with uh, our daughter. I know that she came to me. I don't remember how old she was. And, and she was like, hey, can I ask you something? I'm like, sure. And she just, I think she said, are, are you and mom Santa? And I I, I remember I <gasps> she panicked. Did. And what did I and say? you were like, let's go let ask, me your, ask mom. your mom. Let me- <laughs> no, you just. You were like, let me talk to your mom or something like that. I was not prepared for that. You totally panicked. Yeah. I did panic. I did panic. Yeah. It's easy to lie to a little kid, though. 
Well, but it's so you could, all you had to do is say no, sweetie. Right. I was not prepared for that because it wasn't even like the winter time. Look, I understand that telling your kids about Santa and all that it, it's a it's a lie, but it doesn't feel like a lie when you're doing no. it. I never felt like well, it's, it's time tradition. to lie to my kid. It's tradition, like it's, all around the world. Yeah. So yeah, it's lying creating, to your kids is a is a rite of passage. It's creating, um, you know magic for them and yeah. fun and excitement and wonder and I mean it's and all of those fun and then things. The kid reaches like 17 years old and realizes magic does not exist in any form. Yeah. And the world fucking it's not sucks. True. I mean it's <laughs> and the world is a dimly lit place that's a terrible to exist in. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and it all stems from Santa not being real and the parents lying. <laughs> that's that's when all the problems started. Depression wouldn't be a thing in teens if Parents never told their kid that Santa existed. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good lie. It's right up there with I love you. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything else you want to add to Santa talk? Mm, nope. Hang up on me now. All right. Bye. All right. You got anything else for the lobby? Nope. All right, then. Let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's pick that's uh, Erica's. Uh, so this movie came out in 1996. It is rated PG-13. It is two hours and 25 minutes. Come on, Erica. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7 out of 10 on IMDb, and 89% of Google users like this movie. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. There is a brief scene in a strip club. Provocatively dressed woman dances on stage. You said club. Well, maybe I'm just thinking of, of you back in the day. You used yeah. to, we'd, uh, I don't remember how old you were, but we'd really young. drrive by people. Like it might be a, a 12 year old on a skateboard and you would say, he's in my club. <laughs> I was probably like four years old. Were there any provocatively dressed women in your club back then? <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Probably not yet. They have boob crack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You've seen this movie before. This okay. movie is called Independence Day. Oh, it's been a really long time. Has it? Is that the Brendan Fraser? No. No? Then who's who's that like mission control guy while Will Smith does everything? I, the mission control guy? I don't Because I mean, he, like, he has like a best bud or whatever. Yeah. I oh. wish, I, I got to be honest, I wish it was Brendan Fraser who was his best bud doing all the shit. Well, oh, wait a minute. You mean his best pilot bud? Oh, it was a pilot bud? Well, okay, so he, I couldn't remember who, It's it's probably been... Like 15 years since I saw this Oh, movie. wow. Okay. I, I really haven't seen this movie. Not 15, but I was probably like... I feel like I say all my stories from the past, or I say I was probably about nine, but I feel like I was around nine okay. when I saw this. It's well, that's interesting. Been a, I, the only thing I remember is when Will Smith like traps it in his parachute or whatever he traps it in and is just walking away, dragging it. That's all you remember? Uh, and at the very end, whenever whatever happens, everyone's cheering. All right, let's just do this. Uh, I'm I'm excited that you haven't seen this in a long time. I'm excited to watch. I've seen this movie probably four or five times, something like that. Oh gosh, do you remember? <sighs> so there's a second one, Independence Day Resurgence. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. your grandfather was <laughs> like, I can't wait to see this. Will y'all go see this with me? Maybe and, Brendan Fraser is in that one. Oh man, that movie was one of the worst movies I ever sat through in a movie theater. I would have totally got up and left. I don't even remember it. I just remember it was awful. He loved it, and that he was loving it next yeah. to us. I don't remember anything about it. 
I think one of the main guys in this movie was still in it. Will Smith wanted nothing to do with it, which uh, oh, good man. on him. It is a, like 20 years later. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a long time later. It was so, so, so bad. Thank you, Erica, for picking the first one. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's take a movie monkey pause. And we are back after watching 1996's Independence Day. Yep. Let me give it the 50 Cent Tour. This movie is about uh, aliens are invading the United States, and they are setting up their big spaceships all over the world in very strategic places, New York, Washington, D.C., uh, Iraq, for some reason. Um, Japan. Yeah, just all, all over the world. And they're planning on just uh, extinction of the uh, human race so they can come in and ravage the planet. Mm-hmm. But the Americans don't know what's going on at first until Jeff Goldblum, he kind of figures out um, the code that they're going to attack. And so they get everybody to safety for the most part. And then they start attacking, just like blowing shit up with some kind of big-ass focused laser beam. Well, they get everyone to safety after all the cities are destroyed, pretty much. Some before, though. Yeah. Well, all the main characters. And and then it's a matter of trying to figure out what the weaknesses are, which Jeff Goldblum figures that out, too. Gives the mothership a virus, and uh, they win the day. Mm-hmm. They bring down the defenses, then they bring down the big boys, and it's over. And Will Smith is in it. Yeah. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. In the epic adventure film Independence Day, strange phenomena surface around the globe. The skies ignite. Terror races through the world's major cities. As these extraordinary events unfold, it becomes increasingly clear that a force of incredible magnitude has arrived. Its mission? Total annihilation over the 4th of July weekend. The last hope to stop destruction is an unlikely group of people united by fate and unimaginable circumstances. Nice job, Erica, on uh, the Christmas episode picking a uh, July 4th Independence Day movie. Yeah. It's got to keep. Can't be much further off. Yeah, got to keep people guessing. While most people are doing a Christmas story and Elf and Die Hard, we're doing a 4th of July movie. Yes, we are. (laughs) Yes, we are. That sounds like something we would do. So, perfect pick, Erica. Uh, I just want to get something out of the way real, real quick. My major complaint with this movie, major complaint with this movie. Jeff Goldblum? No. David! Oh, David! David, come here! I gotta call my mom! Yeah. And I gotta call my lawyer! Oh, wait! I won't call him! Mom, quick! Get to the Hamptons! I think you have gotten... Okay, that was... Why the fuck is this man in a movie? Why is he in any movies besides Missed Outfire? I don't know! I want to know what happened to his voice. Like, how, how many jagged rocks did he swallow as a kid? I don't know. I know. That statement might sound bad once they figure out, like, oh, he had throat cancer. Wow. <laughs> Great statement, Jack. Well, let this be known. I If he does, <laughs> if that's what happened. I did not know. I don't know. I stand behind the jagged rocks. I feel like most people probably wouldn't care yeah. because it's that guy. <laughs> what the fuck? Do not cast that man in anything. Yeah, and he's not a good actor. No, he's he not was funny terrible. either. They he tried was supposed to... to be comic relief. Exactly. But it was... Just annoying. Oh, <laughs> thank gosh. God. We were after he died. We were both like, "I'm cool with that." I know <laughs> like, that that works for me. Yeah, fucking fist bumping at that point <laughs> couldn't happen soon enough. Yeah, I I might have to roll out the bucket of fuck you for that. Yeah, because that guy sucked. What the hell? What do, What do you think of Jeff Goldblum? I like him. Do you? Yeah, I mean, it's been probably about the same time frame 
of, of this movie since I've seen uh, Jurassic Park. I struggle with Jeff Goldblum. I know you do. I don't. He's eccentric, and you can tell. I yeah. like him without the gray hair, though. I don't hate him, but when he's in a movie, I'm kind of <laughs> like, uh, you he's, know, he's a he's a funky guy. He's a, definitely a funky guy. I don't can't really put my finger on anything specific. I mean, the only funky thing about him in this movie was his swagalicious walk at the end. <laughs> that was. I don't I know mean, about swagalicious. I it don't was know. It, bizarre. To me, like it. It wasn't. Like, you're like, look how he walks. It's weird. It is weird. And I saw it, and I was like, damn, he's just <laughs> feeling himself is what it looked like. He was he was super swaggy. <laughs> moving those hips. Yeah, and he had one of the arms kind of lazier and in the back. He was strutting his stuff, and I was like, I'm all right with that. He just saved the fucking world. Was he walking like you used to accuse your mother of walking in the grocery store? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Y'all came home from the grocery store one day, and I don't even remember how it came up. And you were like, hey, here's how mom walks in the grocery store. And you just got up, and you were just shaking your ass. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell? She's like, I'm not doing that. That was the very beginning of you fucking with mom. <laughs> yeah, that was really long time ago. So this movie checks all the boxes of what is known as a blockbuster movie. It had a megastar in Will Smith. Astronomical budget. Huge budget. Huge action, just an amazing soundtrack mm -hmm. that just, or, or score, I guess this would be called. Same shit. That just, it just heightened every single scene. All the triumphant. Da -da 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 did the Star Wars guy do this one? Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know. The, um, Maybe a real film podcast could, uh, could tell us. No, yeah. That ain't us. This came out in the summer, which is when the big blockbusters do. Budget seventy five million dollars. Box office eight hundred and seventeen point four million dollars. Jeez, this raked it in. And I tell you, I went and saw the theater for sure. And this is a movie that you go to see at the theater. Yeah, it, it was good on the big screen we got in here, but in a movie theater with the the Dolby surround and the THX thing, and it's really good to see in a the theater. I, I would highly recommend. That you see this in a theater, even though you can't anymore. Even though it's not 1996. Yeah. You know what? For 1996, there was really not much as far as special effects that I was like, meh. I mean, sometimes for me, some movies, I can ignore it. And this one, it was hard for me. Which part? I mean, a lot of it looked bad. Every explosion that wasn't something on like a laser hitting the ground or a plane blowing up. If it was like a big explosion, like the laser looked good, and then it hits the building and the building explodes like a nuclear bomb, those explosions looked pretty bad. Um, sometimes the green lasers didn't look very, like it, they looked like they're coming out of the wrong spot or something. It was like very Star Wars-y, you know? Like I couldn't see this movie as a drama for 99% of it. No, this, this was but, an action thriller. But I mean, it wasn't thrilling. I think it was. I mean, I would. It was. A, it was a good watch. It wasn't a bad movie, but I, I don't know how to feel about the movie as a whole. I feel like a, a thriller. It's a good ride, and this movie was a good ride. A thriller does not mean good ride. I said I feel like a thriller is <laughs> yeah, a good but, ride. It thrills you at points. There you go. It's I a, got thrilled some, and so did you. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It just was like it was a very relaxed movie. This wasn't 
like very thrilling. No, there was no edge of your seat or anything. No, it's sad for that. I wish it was rated like double R. It would just would have made it so okay, much better. Okay, so what? All right, so tell me some of the things in here that you would have enjoyed because I there are a couple of things that I wish we could have seen. Whenever he goes and when they he crashes and the alien crashes, he just very un, oh the aliens looked fucking stupid too. But he he punches it in the head wherever didn't really look like it connected like he fake punched the prop. And that was it, and then dragged it away. It was great that he dragged it away. That was awesome. I don't know. I just it would have been better if his the alien's face was fucked up afterward too, or like if there was blood, you know, when he's punching. Or if the alien would have got up and had a weapon, and then been like laid the weapon down, and then just went hand to hand with Will Smith. No, no. And then like the the scientist slaughter in Area Fifty One that could have been cooler with some blood. Like, I already knew the do- the guy was dead whenever the guy was talking, and I was like, oh, the alien's doing that. I agree that there could have been a lot more blood in that room, but at the same time, the alien was trying to trick people into opening the door by making it look like the doctor yeah, was still alive, and maybe true. you wouldn't have seen the stuff around his neck. And, this was and a, it almost worked. This was a good movie. It was just, it was hard for me to ignore some of the, like, lackluster special effects and I'll, I just really didn't like how the aliens looked. Their ships looked dumb, too. Like, that that was just one thing. Like, this movie was just way better in 1996. Well, yeah, I would and agree with that. Some movies, like, they still carry over, you know? But the, I really feel like this one, its heyday is long since past. See, I went into this thinking, okay, how is the CGI going to hold up? This came out in 96. That's, t- like, 25 years. And I was just like... I wonder how much I'm going to notice. Obviously, I noticed some. Mm-hmm. The part where the <laughs> that you you cracked up about the dog jumping to safety. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that explosion looked the worst. Yeah, the explosion behind that dog was really, really bad. But yeah. overall, I thought it held up fairly well. I, I didn't hold up horribly, but I compared to some others, I don't know. And, I think at its time. This was about the best fucking thing out oh, there. Probably. 100% for sure. I, I remember seeing this at the movie theater. And, you know, I mean, look, there, there's some cheese in it for sure. Mm-hmm. And I didn't walk out of there going, oh, that's the best movie I've ever seen. But I walked out of there going, wow, that they had some really cool shit in there. Yeah. And I mean, who to whoever designed those aliens, seriously, fuck you. You did a horrible job. Like, <sighs> they're aliens. You can do anything you want. Why do you choose a tiny little guy to sit inside of a fucking, like, predator suit? But instead of a predator suit, it's also, like, dangly with tentacles and stuff. The, well, actually, the back tentacle things, that's cool. Because it can come out of the suit or whatever and just grab things and do all that. But real that head, that the heads of the, the biomechanical suit or whatever, they, they said that term a couple times. That was a clear ripoff to me. At least, and if not a ripoff, then an overuse of inspiration. I didn't love the aliens either, but this movie wasn't about the physical aliens. This movie was more about aliens invading as a whole. And obviously, it would have eventually got to that where the aliens came down. And and I think that would have been cool. I would have loved to seen some aliens land and wreak havoc, but, yeah. but that's not what this movie was. Yeah, I know, but like, I if mean, an alien's going to show up on screen, you might as well make it look cool, right? Well, yeah, 
we're, I mean, I don't want to bash on the movie forever, but I guess we're getting our grievances out of the way and then moving. Yeah. I mean, they weren't terrible, but they uh, certainly weren't great. I think overall for 1996, this this was really, really well done. And for the most part, in my opinion, held up pretty well. Like I said, I was I was into watching the movie. I did notice some things that were obvious, you know, mm-hmm. um, green screens or obviously fake stuff behind people. But for the most part, I thought it worked. And, and yeah, never, so. except for that dog scene, was I like, oh, gosh, that looks terrible. <laughs> so I really, really, really enjoyed once the alien ship started coming in. Because they knew some shit was going on, but they mm-hmm. couldn't really see anything. They could just see it on the radar. And when they started coming into the atmosphere, it looked like something like out of the Bible. Like these flaming clouds coming towards people. And people are just out there watching it. And I'm thinking, man, this is this is the end of times is what I'd be thinking. Yeah. I don't know what I'd be doing. Uh, obviously panicking. Off. But I'm not going to spend my last <laughs> moments last jerking beat. off. One last beat. No. I'll be on your mother. <laughs> there, there you go. You have that option. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Would you let her finger your butt if that was the last? No. <laughs> that you no. <laughs> why, why, why would you ask that? Because I know that's something you would never let her do. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's your last time. Might as well. She, she's your wife. She has zero interest your in love. <laughs> Fingering my That's butt. Not the point. What do you mean? It's, it's, of course, it's the point. Oh, it's a hypothetical. No, it's like, well, well, all right, we're we're about to die. What's one last thing you'd like to do? Well, you, my, if if you're banging and she's like, please, she's not. It's a hypothetical. Hypotheticals mean that the real shit doesn't matter. Do you understand that? I'd rather myself die happy than her die happy. <laughs> okay? If that's the context, or yeah. if that all context. I mean, you know. <laughs> So you'd, you'd be telling her to make your favorite dinner while the aliens are knocking at the door? No, <laughs> so I'd be... you can be happy? I'd be knocking at her back door. That's <laughs> what I'd be doing. I don't need food. <laughs> I just need to go to town for a while and then... You know, the back door lay is there an asshole, right? Lay there and smoke a cigarette and <laughs> wait Where for it to happen. Where are you going to get a cigarette? There's that's what, aliens That's everywhere. what you do after sex. You but roll over and you any. both smoke cigarettes. But we don't have it. We got them in our nightstand, man. No, you don't. Surprised you don't smell it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mom has asthma. Well, she doesn't inhale. She just kind of... <laughs> so she just gets mouth cancer mm-hmm. and rots her teeth? But you How know, fun. that was a thing like in almost every movie back in the 70s. Like, if they wouldn't necessarily show a sex scene, they would show them like starting to get close to there. And then the next scene, they'd, they'd roll be off each other and laying on their back and smoking cigarette. cigarettes or a joint. Yeah. Share a joint. That'd be better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe you could call one of your bros and he could come over and uh, drop out and drop off a bag and then we could uh, get baked. And then me and your mom could do it while you're beating your meat in another room. With three joints in my mouth at yeah. once. All right. That, that's how you want to go. Turbo high. Yeah. I thought the, the UFOs looked really, really impressive. And I, I just thought the surrealness of seeing those just in the skyline and just how big they are. And the helplessness. Not for a moment would I think, oh, these these guys are going to need be nice. That that would never even cross my mind. My my first thing I would be like, we are fucked. I mean, that's like indoctrinated in all humans is that aliens are not nice, mm-hmm. and that they're going to have these death rays and ships and kill people. 
and destroy everything. That's just how it is. Would you like to see a movie where aliens came down and they were good and they just kind of helped humanity and no. stuff and, and fixed the ozone layer? No. And That's a boring, that makes for a boring movie. Brought about world peace and famines were, were gone because they taught us all these new farming techniques. Where Where's the entertainment value? I don't know. That's the thing. It's like a, a heartfelt movie, man. So this movie was like a lot of movies. You're you're following different characters, and then they all, and they have their own stories, and and then they they come together. So you had Jeff Goldblum, who is uh, he's just kind of a, a tech wizard, and his dad, and then uh, his friend who talks like this, <sighs> and then you had Will Smith and his stripper girlfriend and Harry Connick Jr. And then, of course, you you have the president and his wife and the daughter. Oh, and then you also have Cousin Eddie's family. Oh, Cousin Eddie can suck my dick. Why? I hated him. Why Cousin Eddie? Why this guy? And why Cousin Eddie? Wait, cousin, cousin Eddie is Cousin Eddie, and that's all he that's, can play. That's Co- Christmas Vacation? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He, I knew I recognized he him. He doesn't belong in this either. Yeah. Look, it's it's a UFO movie. They are attacking the United States. The United States bands together. They figure out the weakness. They go to town. They win the day. I mean, the end. That, that's basically what it is. It, it has Will Smith in it as the major guy. He's a fighter pilot. Uh, you know, he, he has some lines in it that are kind of corny, but very expected in a movie like this. Yeah. Like when he punches the alien, he says, welcome to Earth. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the script it sometimes was, I can't give you any specific moments but there are many times where somebody said something and i was like that was bad but i think that might just be product of the times old time oh there yeah because one-liners are about as garbage as you can get in a script but those were like the biggest thing for a while so and and these weren't totally cringy one-liners they were a little cringy to me now because I've seen this multiple times and I knew they were coming. And, and yeah, it's it's a little cringy, some of them, because the situations that you're in, your best friend just got blown up. As far as you know, your girlfriend's dead. There's a fucking superior force of aliens that are probably going to kill everybody. And you managed to knock one to the ground and you're yelling at him, how you like that? And then you punch him and you say, welcome to Earth. And then you just sit there and just light up a cigar. It's like, yeah, that's come on, man. It's it's things. Things are tough all over. And it's just hard for me to understand and fathom when shit is falling apart in a big fucking way that you're just going to sit down for a moment and just be cool or laugh or get fucking married. Right. Oh, that was. So <laughs> I mean, it's just. Yeah, it's just it's a suspend belief type of movie. I, I I get that it it has to be from Will Smith stealing a helicopter and flying it exactly to the point where his girlfriend is somehow. He lands like fifteen feet from where she, who just happened to find the first lady in all the rubble of destroyed uh, uh, Los Angeles, uh, you know, from that to we got drunk <laughs> drunk cousin Eddie who is not the greatest flyer of his crop duster, all of a sudden going to get into an F-15 or F-14 Tomcat or whatever that plane was and just be able to fly it like he's been flying yeah, those for ace pilot. 20 years, right? And, and it, Cousin Eddie. Cousin and Eddie can cannot fly a fucking F-anything. That, that wasn't the stuff that bothered me. 
like those kind of suspend belief things, whatever you're saying. But it, it bothered me whenever I could see or hear something and deem it completely for the sake of being kid friendly. Like that, that kind of shit in a movie that's not like there's movies that are kid friendly, like a kid can watch it. And there's movies that try to cater to kids, even though they're not a kid's movie. This movie catered to kids because no one ever felt bad. They're like, oh no, our person didn't make it. Five seconds later, yes, they're here. They made it. Those are all the feelings. No, nothing, no bad feeling was long lived. Yeah. The, the first lady died, but then... But he goes in the hall and is like, hey, munchkin, and they're both happy again. Yeah. And it's like, she still died like two hours ago. Why are you happy? But this movie had to check all of the blockbuster movie... What is blockbuster? Does blockbuster just mean there has to be shitty parts on purpose? No, no. Block, blockbuster... I mean, that's what you're making it sound no, like. No, <laughs> so a blockbuster movie has to attract the masses. They don't mm. want to make it to where a certain subgroup, whether it be kids or, or women or, or men or something, not Magic be able Mike. to see it. So they want to make it to where everybody's going to come see it. They want to make some funny parts. They want to make some parts for the ladies. They want to have a lot of action. They want to have a superstar in it. They want to make it something with the soundtrack is just playing the whole time like it was, and mm -hmm. it was really building up every part and, and making every victory even better. It just checked all the boxes, and part of that is putting little things in there that make people chuckle or make people smile. Not people everybody... laugh at that well, stuff no, or robots? No, no, they're, they're not. They're not. Where's they're, the humor look, in that? you are Jack, and it's hard to please Jack. You're low-key shitting on this movie, but in here in a little bit, you're going to tell us how much you enjoyed it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, because every, so, I got to get through the shit parts and get through the good parts. The movie was good. I'm just telling you how much I hated tiny microscopic bits of it. Yeah. Which I, I sound annoyed, but it's just because I'm annoyed with these tiny parts of the movie that didn't really, in all honesty, change that much. All right, so I'm just kind of going through my notes, and I just wrote down some things. Um, so I'm just going to go down through them really quick. I, I found it interesting that at the very, very beginning that uh, the first song that you hear is It's the End of the World and We Know It by R.E.M., and it's right before the person hears that there's a radio signal from space. Yeah. So some, some good foreshadowing there. I, yeah. I did kind of like that. I'm not sure how many people noticed that or not. I noticed the song, but I didn't think about the context. Uh, I also, when they were talking to other people, and this happens all the time in movies, where you're talking to somebody and then it gets cut off. And what do they do? They press down the thing on the phone, which hangs up the phone. They like they like press it down four or five times and then expect the person to still be on there. Well, that's the like fuck? the last thing you should do if you're talking to somebody and then they're gone. Why do you hit the hang up button like four times? Why would that ever be in the script? Like I somehow didn't notice it, but now I have the like the imagination bubble. It, it happens. It, it's multiple parts. And I'm like, wait, well, huh? It happens all the time in movies. You it's know? not like your TV's not working, so you smack it and then all of a sudden it starts working. 
when you hit that, it hangs up. That means so hitting it, it. Yeah, you don't hit it and then it reconnects. That's not how it works. You're going to get a fucking <laughs> dial tone. Now I'm never going to be able to not see that. They, now I'm, I'm mad because it, that, it breaks it for me because, <laughs> wow, it's like I just learned the right way to do something I've been doing wrong for 21 years. Like, this is... You don't even use a phone like that. I don't even know what you're talking about. I I have. We used to have one. Mom would choke me with the cord with it every once in a oh, that's while. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I would choke myself sometimes while damage. pleasuring myself with it. You got brain damage, too. No, I knew I knew <laughs> when to I knew when to let it off, unlike uh, the guy from NXS. Is that a band? Yeah, NXS was a, was a band, and he was actually married to Kylie Minogue. Which is? Um, Can't get you out of my mind. Something like that. <laughs> that the, was do, not helpful. Do the locomotion. You know her. La, la, la. La, 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 yeah. la. Hot. She was hot. What was her name? Kylie? Kylie Minogue. Minogue. But for some reason, instead of banging his wife, he decided that he would put some type of ligature around his neck and pleasure himself. Oh, and it killed him? Uh, yes, it did. I don't understand. Ew. Look up Kylie Minogue, nineteen ninety. Yeah, I'm, I mean, there's look. Just a, I mean, come on, everybody oh, is ages. This, is this him? Yes. And she's wearing one of those. <laughs> do you see her dress? I mean, I barely. It's it has bought a grid with X and O. She's got like the tic tac toe. <laughs> That's so bad. I'm but, not yeah. telling you to look at her fashion. I'm just but have, I know. Have a look at her. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah. But he he decides that, that he needs to do that. And then David Carradine, Bill from Kill Bill. That's how he went out, too. Uh, yeah, we've talked about okay, that before. Yeah, and he looks like the type of motherfucker to do that, though. Yeah, who else do you think looks like the type of motherfucker who would just uh, who would do that? Oh, gosh, this is a good one. Besides um, the guy you see in the mirror every day. <laughs> I can't decide that i but what i can say is like who i wouldn't be surprised necessarily okay packard <laughs> i wouldn't i don't expect <laughs> it but if it happened uh, i'd be like oh yeah well wow <laughs> i mean right you know what i, I, I can't <laughs> and i can see his face too it's a, i can too it's his mouth is open <laughs> from the side like it always does yeah like okay. he made like one of those little like clacking like the yeah like a super surprised douchey uh, moment okay i can't disagree I'll, what is the benefit of even cutting off all the oxygen to your brain? You know what? There's got to be some benefit. What's the point? And, and, <laughs> and you brought up something last night. I have no idea how this came up, and none of our listeners are going to be surprised about this, but <laughs> you asked your mother if she liked sucking the farts out of my butt. How did that come up? I don't know the conversation, but the conversation warned, not didn't warrant me to say that, obviously, but... It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the two like butt slash fart sayings are the, I want to tongue punch your fart box. That's a really funny one. And then the context of the, I want to suck the fart out of your butt meme. I, I've seen it where it's like it, someone does like a really nerdy, like what you would think a 30 year old in his parents' basement would sound like, like looking at a hot girl. Like, I, I want to suck the fart out of her butt. There's the opening. Like creepy. But- it got me to thinking, and I didn't do any research like I normally did because it was just last night and I had to actually go to work. There 100% have to be people who do 
hey, you got a <laughs> fart, you let me know. And they go put their lips over there and they suck that I would dry fart heave. right into their mouth. I would They're, dry heave real bad. There has to be do people they taste, that do that. Or do they only smell? I oh, a fart has to have a taste. <laughs> yeah. But but I'm sure that's a thing. I bet there's videos. Speaking of videos oh, no. on, on farts, so TikTok, ever since I did the uh, Amy underscore fart 69 a couple of times, TikTok seems to think that that I like farts now. So some of the pages that have been popping up in, in my, what do they call it? My FYP? For you page. Okay, yeah. Is uh, <laughs> Dot Only Farts, Paul Flart, <laughs> and Meg the Ripper 69 last night came up on my feed. Wow. And this. Let me just play this real quick. I'm King Ass Ripper. He's the golden age of farting. Hey guys, today I'm going to be showing you a day in the life of a girl who sells her farts in a jar. So I like to get things rolling with some beans, a protein muffin, sometimes even a yogurt, less sugar is better, some hard-boiled eggs, and today I decided I was going to make myself a protein shake with some yogurt added to it, and oh, I was feeling it for sure. Uh, while I wait for those farts to develop, I like to read, I'm very smart, love to read, and then after I'm ready to go, I go ahead and, you know, do my work, do my job. I don't need to show you that, guys, but I like to add in little flower petals. I feel like they attach the scent and make it last longer. And when I'm finally finished with my jar, I like to leave a personalized note. I want to thank you so much to the 97 people who have already purchased their jar of farts. And as you know, they're on sale right now, 50% off with $1,000. So go to my unfiltered and check it. What was $1,000? Her farts in a jar cost $1,000. They're 50% off? Yeah. I don't think she's sold one. Oh. I think she's making it sound like, oh, yeah, 97 people already want my jar of farts for $1,000, and and they're 50% off now. Like, people had bought them already for, like, $2,000, and now they're oh, wait, that's 50% off. She That had to have been a joke. It, she is full of shit. There is no way. She's trying to fucking dupe people into thinking, wow, 97 people? Her farts must be wonderful. I, I got I to gotta refinance my house and get no, me one of those. That doesn't even mean her farts would be wonderful. It means 97 separate people were stupid one time. I do not believe that for a second. She's and, trying to dupe people into jumping on that uh, bandwagon. So when are we going to do that? And I would never buy her farts because she like totally fit in a completely unwarranted humble brag in there that honestly kind of pissed me off, made me really not like her. She's like, well, I'm waiting for my farts to develop. I like to read. I'm very smart. I like to read. Right. Like, wow, great. Good for you. I don't know, man. All right, let's just get into favorite parts. Even though it like, made no sense at all, I did really like whenever Will Smith beat the, the first alien and they were just out in the salt flats and he's just dragging it and he had the cigar. I like the whole chase scene there too when through the Grand Canyon or wherever. That was pretty cool. And I, I like the president's speech a lot. He gave a fucking perfect speech. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. At the end, I was like, yeah! It, it wasn't the same level as uh, the dad speech <laughs> from Silver Lining yeah, Playbook. that ended with, don't fuck this up. Yeah, go. So my favorite parts, I, I love the speech. It was a fantastic speech. And uh, he delivered it with, uh, with power and sincerity that is the president we need. That is the president we fucking deserve. Yeah. 
I, I also liked when Cousin Eddie was at Area 51 and he was talking about how, oh, you, you got the spaceships here, you got the aliens here, and the president was looking at him like, dude, come on, man. Uh, the, we, we don't have spaceships here. There's no aliens here. And the Secretary of Defense is like, about that. That's not entirely true. Like and, what? Yeah, Jeff Goldblum's like, uh, which, which part? I, I thought that was pretty good. Too. That was that, pretty that good. was clever. All right, bucket of chicken. I think I'm gonna give it to Jeff Goldblum. Are you really? I really liked him in this movie. Okay. And Will Smith was awesome too, but Jeff Goldblum didn't seem as cookie cutter of a character to me as Will Smith did. There's there's no doubt that this was Will Smith's movie, right? Yeah. But, I really I did really like him in this but movie. But I though. don't feel like he was the star that really shined in it either. Like I think he shared the stage with Jeff Goldblum quite a bit. Yeah. And, and the president kind of the yeah. president was on the screen probably about as much as both of them were. And and the president's going to get my bucket of chicken because I want him to fucking be president because he was fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, that's going to stink. Should have put that in a jar. I am going to give out a bucket of fuck you because <laughs> it's been a long long time and that's whoever cast that guy who talks like he talked that was really really hard for me every time he fucking opened his mouth <sighs> to listen to him it was ridiculous shame on them whoever <laughs> casted him shame on you <laughs> you put this guy in a movie there's nobody that's like oh that's awesome you're automatically <laughs> making people feel bad <laughs> like just by doing that it's you're alienating certain members of your audience for for just moments uh, if, if he would have been in there for a lot longer I might have been like, you know what? I'm uh I'm 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 checking out of this movie. Like I I could not sit there and just um, imagine if he was like the main guy in a movie. How long could you last? <sighs> not long. No. Before I just like turn it off. Yeah. But yeah. it's not even just cuz his voice is he's a bad actor. Well. Oh. Like, awful, he awful. extreme overacting. He knows somebody. That's that's what's happening here. Uh his voice comes from as a result of an overdeveloped vestibular fold in his vocal cords, essentially giving him a double voice when he speaks. Okay. So he just kind of got fucked. Okay. Well, pick a different profession, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I think and, I'd have to agree. And, I mean, and you're great and all. Please stop. Sort of. I mean, he might be a, a wonderful human being that uh, would, would do a really good job of uh, computers. <laughs> Just work on computers, dude. Or like a night shift stock person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Write some books. All right, uh, score time. Um, I'll give this an 89. Okay. I think. Yeah. I think that works. It does work. It's a blockbuster movie. It's enjoyable. It's a fun ride. It's done really, really well. I can't give it an A either. I'm going to give it an 86. All right, you got anything else? Mm -mm. Next week is the conclusion of the uh, movie mug and film stripping uh, bonanza, bonanza, extravaganza, bonanza. Um, and it's your pick. Yeah. You are sending Chris and Erica of the film stripping podcast into retirement with this pick. I'm putting them in that, the flaming boat on the lake, <laughs> the warriors. Mm -hmm. If that would be a cool funeral, a Viking funeral? Yeah. Like if I died epically in battle, but I like killed everyone, but I just died of my wounds later, I want them to burn me and put me out there and sing a song or whatever and get drunk as shit. 
You know, shouldn't you be able to pick how your funeral is? Why do funerals have to be, oh, we're going to put you in this casket, and we're going to put you in a room where people can look at you, and then we're going to go and bury you? $19,000. Yeah, let, you know what? You want to get in a fucking wooden boat, and we pour some gasoline on you, and push (laughs) you over a waterfall and burn you? Then you know what? You you deserve that if that's what you want. Uh, Yeah, I'd probably, I'd I'd love to be cremated. Okay. That sounded bad. I would prefer to be cremated over a fucking proper burial because that shit is stupid. Makes no sense. Like you can do the old the old Folgers fucking canister thing from the Big Lebowski. Yeah, you can just do that. Put me in whatever. Like, I don't even like coffee. Put me in that. And if you think about it, <laughs> spread me somewhere if you want. I don't really care. Where would you want to be dumped? The dumpster of a strip club. <laughs> Gosh. Wow. All right, so you got a movie all picked out for next week? Yes, 100%? I do. 100%? Yes, I do. All right, cuz I got to give them the uh I got to give them the name of the movie probably uh tomorrow. Okay. So All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. But uh Erica, I enjoyed your pick. Me too. I wish it was a little bit shorter, but I really <laughs> don't know necessarily what they could have really cut out. I mean, just They could have cut out character development, but then the movie would have been a lot yeah, worse, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one of the things going into it that I thought I would end up talking about is this could have been a lot shorter. Here's what they could have done, but I can't really think of anything other than, yeah, just a couple minutes here and there. But uh, overall, definitely enjoyed it. Um, more than Chris's, for sure. Yeah, so, me too. I think we're Team Erica right now. Crybaby was still the best one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. It's going to be their worst rated one Yeah, <laughs> for these four. And yeah, it's that's gonna true. Be a, that's true. Uh, it, it won't be my best rated one. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, episode number 141 of Movie Muggin. We appreciate you listening. If you'd like to keep up with us, you can do so on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. If you have any questions for Jack, send them on over. Um, we do have some more questions for you, Jack, from other people, but I just figured this month we would only do questions from Chris and Erica since this is their month. True. So uh, we appreciate you listening. Be sure and go over and listen to Film Stripping. Listen to their Crybaby episode. Uh, if you want to hear some very confused people about what it was that they were <laughs> watching, uh, of course, head over and listen to this episode too. I think this is probably one of uh, Erica's 100 movies in her top 10 movie list. So uh, you, you should enjoy that too. I'm sure she's excited about watching this. Uh, I'm not sure Chris is, but um, but anyway, thanks for listening. Have yourself a movie mugging day. See you. Yeah, I took a big old shit, probably bigger than you ever taken in your life. I'm proud.